0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18 plus. Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning. Do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your her host, Dr. Zoe! Hey
2: all my naughty ones, and welcome back to Dr. Zoe today. Tonight, we're going to answer your questions on love, sex, and relationships. Guys, you hashtag ask Dr. Zoe on Twitter. Oh my gosh, I've been on Snapchat the last couple months and you you motherfuckers are crazy on Snapchat. But anyway, so I get lots of questions about love, sex, and relationships. We you can submit them via the app, via the website. So tonight I have with me my favorite sidekick. Yeah, I'm so excited, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to answer your questions with Shorty with the 40. Shorty, welcome back to the show.
3: Thank you for having me. I've missed it. I'm happy to be back.
2: Yeah, awesome, awesome. And Shorty just had a birthday. What's up, Shorty? How was your birthday?
3: Oh, my gosh. It was like four days of being drunk.
2: Four days of being drunk.
3: being on my back a little bit.
2: Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Well, we'll forgive you for that. It's your birthday. You got to you got to turn up for your birthday. Did you do anything special? We did.
3: We me and my boyfriend spent the whole weekend in Orlando, just turning up and drinking
2: and walking around, having a good time,
3: awesome. shopping.
2: Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and let's give out our social media. So for me on Instagram and Twitter, it's the same. It's Zoe and Friends. So it's Z O E the letter N Friends on Instagram and Twitter, on Snapchat you can check me out at Doctor Zoe. Today we also have a Facebook uh, fan page where you can hook up with Doctor Zoe. Today there's all kinds of stuff out there, and if you don't remember any of this, just Google me, bitches. Okay, shorty, what's your Instagram and your Twitter?
3: My Instagram and my Twitter are shorty with the forty. It's S H O R T Y W I T D A 40 as in the actual number. Okay, awesome. And then, awesome.
2: My, I mean, and then you're on Snapchat. Snap you're on Snapchat too. What's your Snapchat?
3: Yes, because of you. My Snapchat is a little bit different. It's the same spelling of shorty with the 40 just underscore and then the 40.
2: Okay, so shorty underscore. No, no, no. Shorty wit W I T D A underscore 40. Yes, you got Awesome, it. awesome. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to get ready to answer your Dr. questions. Dr.
1: Zoe has been a successful entrepreneur, philanthropist, and the confidential coach to celebrities, leaders in business, religion, and sports for over a decade. Take advantage and submit your questions on love, sex, and relationships via the Dr. Zoe Today app, drzoetoday.com, or simply hashtag AskDrZoe on Twitter. Be sure to tune in every week to hear your questions answered by Dr. Zoe and her guests. Your connection for pop sexuality.
2: All right, all right. Let's go ahead and get started. Shorty, what do we got? First one we got is Sam.
3: My girlfriend decided to make a transition into a vegan lifestyle about a month ago and has been pressuring me to do the same. I grew up on a Georgia farm. I'm a a steak, pork chop, and bacon kind of guy. No way in hell am I giving up meat. But my girlfriend talks about slaughterhouses every time I eat and it drives me nuts. How do I get her to shut up about it? <laughs>
2: All right, Sam. This is actually a really common uh question. I have a lot of clients out on the west coast and mostly everybody out there is vegan um and living that type of lifestyle which is awesome and healthy and like I definitely I tried to go that route and I couldn't give up my seafood. So then I became it's called you know what it's called when you just eat seafood vegetables and fruit, shorty, it's called a pescatarian or something like that. Oh, Pesca- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I did that for a little while, couldn't do it. And, you know, every once in a while, I say it's kind of like a girl, you know. I only, I love guys and, you know, but every once in a while I want to kiss a girl. It's kind of the same way with me and steak. Every once in a blue moon, I just want a bloody juicy steak. So, Sam, I feel you, but the thing is, is that it comes, it's so important when you're in a relationship that your value, use when it comes to everything aligns so you're going to have to either get her to respect the fact that you're not willing to do the vegan lifestyle um, or I would say you're going to probably have to split ways and go separate ways because you know a lot of things when there's a difference in a lifestyle like that it will cause a lot of problems so I would stand your ground and ask her to respect it and if she absolutely can't then I would move on definitely what's the next question shorty
3: all right. The next one we got is Matthew. My fiance makes much more than me, and asked me to sign a prenup. This this concerns me because I think she's having doubts and doesn't believe our marriage will last. What do you think, Doctor Zoe? All right,
2: Matthew. You know what? For years and years, wealthy men have been having women sign prenups. So I got to give mad props to your fiance. Um, you know, being a female that has worked. So hard for what she has. I can completely understand where your fiancé is coming from. It's not that she doesn't love you. It's not that she has doubts about the marriage lasting. What it is is that whatever she has currently, you know, is something that she probably established before your relationship and she wants to protect it. What you need to do, Matthew, is you need to understand that if you're not in it for the money, baby, and you're, you know, not looking for a sugar mama, then why wouldn't you sign the prenup? You know what I'm saying? Shorty, yeah. what do you Shorty, what do you think about this?
3: I don't blame her if I work to the top and you're st- and you're still on your come up or whatever it is. My money is mine, regardless of how much I love you.
2: <laughs> right, right, exactly, Matthew. I don't think that it's she's having doubts. I think she's protecting her investment, her blood, sweat, and tears that she has thus far before the marriage. Um, you know, there's prenups can be um, designed specifically for what that couple agrees to. So I'm sure that there can be you know some things in there that maybe you're not comfortable with that can be tweaked legally so i say go for it matthew It doesn't mean that she doesn't love you or she doesn't believe in the marriage she's just doing what people have done for eons the other way around and protecting herself all right next question
3: all right next up we got jess i've been dating a girl for two weeks and she asked to go through my phone i think this is weird am i right <laughs>
2: Yeah, definitely, Jeff. I mean, if um, she's already asking you to go through your phone after two weeks, she obviously doesn't trust you. So if she's either one of two things, she's either really got trust issues or – she, you know, feels guilty herself about stuff, you know, you just really have to look at it like, okay, how much do you like this girl, are you trying to hide something, Um, you know, maybe she senses that you're trying to hide something because it's a new relationship, how serious do you want to get with this girl, if it's only been two weeks and she's already asking to look through your phone, imagine if she is a jealous type how it's going to be down the road, Shorty, what's up with this, what do you think, two weeks and she's asking to go through She's a
3: crazy bitch, if you want my personal opinion.
2: Well, the thing is, is that she might be a badass bitch. She might be a fine piece of ass, and he's like, here, baby, go ahead. Go through my phone, you know what I mean? But, yeah, if she's already having trust issues now, Jeff, imagine what it's going to be like down the road. So I would just take that into consideration before you go in too deep with this girl. All right. Let's take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back and answer more of your questions on love, sex, and relationships.
1: Are you a leader in your industry? A high-performance male on the cutting edge of business, sports, or entertainment with no one you can trust to talk to about relationships, financial, or career issues? Dr. Zoe has been a confidant to men just like you for over a decade. Get this secret weapon in your corner and become one of her VIP clients today. Go to CatapultENT.com. That's K-A-T-A-P-U-L-T-E-N-T.com. Or call one eight four four My Doctor Zoe. That's one eight four four My Doctor Zoe.
2: And I'm here with Shorty with the forty. If you're just tuning in, answering your questions on love, sex, and relationships here on Doctor Zoe today, we are your connection for pop sexuality. Okay, Shorty, go ahead. What's the next question? What do we got?
3: All right, next up, we got a Courtney. How can you tell if the person you're dating is genuinely interested in you or just playing you for sex?
2: All right, Courtney. So, I mean, you got to use your intuition, you got to use your gut. Your gut instincts You got to use your discernment And how you find that Is just like Be honest with yourself Be truly authentic And honest with yourself So you know If a guy is hitting on you And he just wants to hit it Or he has hit it And he's just calling you up Because he wants to hit it again Then you know what's up Or if a guy is genuinely Interested in you He's going to treat you different He's going to treat you with respect He's not going to Just put all the focus on sex So if he's genuinely Trying to get to know you you asking questions about you know what do you do what's your family like what's up if the conversation is on other things besides sex all the time and it's more of a balance then i would say that he's genuinely interested in you if all he talks about is sexual things and all it is is about sex then you know what's up courtney all right next question
3: all right next up we got harold i'm divorced teenage daughter brought home a white boyfriend and her mother freaked out How
2: should I deal with it? All right, Harold, Harold, I know you're one of my sweet brown friends on Twitter, and thank you so much for listening to Dr. Zoe today and being such a great fan. I know who you are. And listen, this day and age, I mean, it's just – So beautiful to be diversified. I have a diversified family. There's tons of diversified families out there. But I also understand because I've lived all over the place and I visited all over the place. And, you know, when you're in a place like New York or, you know, here in Florida, it's a melting pot of different people where Shorty and I are. Right, Shorty? Yeah. (laughs) It's very diversified. But I also understand because I lived in Nashville, okay, Tennessee. Yeah, yeehaw. I moved there for business, and I lived there for ah, several years. I lived there about five years. And, Harold, let me tell you something. It's a difficult place to be when you have a diversified family in that kind of setting. I'm not sure where you're from. Every area is different. But it's our job to take the stand and to stand up for this. And to be like, you know what, if your daughter loves this guy – then you know what who cares if he's white you got to talk to your wife and get her to open up her mind get her to look at the beauty of diversity get her to look at the fact that we want to be peacemakers we want to we want to be that bridge between all this like you know the black and white and the spanish and the this and the that we i know that you know i've been used as a bridge in these areas and i truly truly hope that you will stand up for your daughter Talk to your wife, get her to calm down, and, you know, get past the skin tone, people. Get past the skin tone. Okay, next question.
3: All right, next up we got Amber. My boyfriend won't introduce me to his family. We've been dating
2: one year. Should I be concerned? Amber, I don't think so. I think one year is kind of like that breaking point. If you wait a little longer, you're gonna figure out whether he's serious or not serious. There might be a lot of reasons why he's not introducing you to his family. You know, um, the reason why I do this is because yes, I have you know the uh, business experience, but I also have the personal experience. And there's there's been situations where I've been in relationships where the guy didn't want me to meet his family because he's embarrassed of his family. Who knows what the situation is? You really. Don't know why. Um, what I would do, Amber, is I would bring it up to him really gently, not in like a you know a derogatory way, but in a really positive way. And I just be like, "Baby, you know, I'm just wondering like why I haven't met your family." I wouldn't push. I wouldn't act like it's a big deal because you really don't know what the reasons are. So I wouldn't be concerned if he's with you, he treats you good, and he loves you. Then that's what's most important. Yeah. I Shorty. What do you? Hey, you you've been in a relationship around that time. Like what? How do you feel? About about that, what do you think, my boyfriend
3: i'm on my boyfriend has never met my daddy may never
2: you know it's just I agree with
3: you some you I don't know how old you guys are or you know what the deal is with his family, but I know for me personally, I have never been too close with my father, so my yeah. boyfriend doesn't need to be you know right if our if we're doing good family family can come later, they don't have to be involved if it's gonna be you and him in the future, then it's you and him now like.
2: Right, right. I agree. I agree. Okay, next question.
3: All right, next up we got Robbie. Curious, at what point does watching porn become an addiction?
2: (laughs) Okay, so this is huge. And it's been like, you know, for the past, I would say, several years, even um, with my business as a confidential coach. you know, we provide confidential coaching services for high-end uh, celebrities, people in entertainment, people in politics, people in religion, um, you know, professional athletes. And this is a big thing, especially with guys, uh, you know, and uh, sometimes they're worried that it is an addiction Robbie, I believe that it becomes an addiction when it's interfering with the rest of your life. So if yeah. it's something you do at night and it's just like imbalance and you are a productive person otherwise, then I wouldn't consider it an addiction. But if it is interfering with your relationships, with your business or your job or whatever it is, if it's interfering with you Your spirituality. I mean, dude, it is important also to spend time in meditation and prayer and just be a whole person within. If you're cool and you're in balance with everything else and you watch porn, I wouldn't consider it a problem. If it is a problem in your relationship or otherwise, then I would look at it and try to to cut back. If you're totally addicted to it and it's all you can do, then you can seek help, definitely. All right, Robbie, (laughs) wish you luck with that. Next question. (laughs)
3: All right, next week. Got a Twitter user. Have a friend whose girlfriend gave him the clap. Ooh. They've been together for a year and he's staying with her. Opinion?
2: Okay, first of all, is it a friend, quote unquote, or is it you, Twitter user? You know, I mean, <laughs> So if it's your friend, then why do you give a shit? It's none of your fucking business. And maybe he loves her and he's willing to, you know, get treatment or whatever the case may be, okay? But let's rewind for a second and let's think about this. This is why it's so important that all you guys listening, and I know my listeners are young. You guys are not supposed to listen to the show if you're not 18 and up, but I know you are. So 16 to 20-year-old girls, and then I have 18 to 45-year-old men, all you people listening, okay, I know that it's a crazy sexual society that we live in, but you can catch so much these days. You have to protect yourself and have protected sex. I know sometimes condoms suck and it doesn't feel as good, but you know what? If you're not in, okay, if you're in a committed relationship and you know you guys are being monogamous to each other and you both Go get tested. You can go to a local clinic. It's not going to cost that much. Go get tested. Make sure you're both clean before you are just having unprotected sex. Also, if you don't want to have a baby, you need to protect yourself from a baby. But if you're just out there and it's not and you're not sure if it's a monogamous relationship, you need to seriously wear a condom. Protect yourself. Make sure that shit's not breaking. Make sure you get the condom that works right for you. There's all different kinds. Out there and not all you guys are magnums So get a <laughs> condom that works For you so it's not falling off or Breaking and you don't catch anything Okay next <laughs>
3: Alright I like that
2: Alright next up we got Amy
3: All my boyfriend does when he's home From work is play Xbox How can I get him to act human again
2: Hey right, Amy uh, You know okay. this is This is extremely common I mean what's up Shorty you got this Problem at all
3: Um, To be honest, not really, but here's how I avoid it just suck his dick while he's playing, he'll stop pretty quickly.
2: (laughs) Okay. Let's leave it at that. I think that's a great answer. That's a really good answer. You know, the fact is, Amy, if he doesn't want to play Xbox and, you know, you make things exciting outside of Xbox World, then he will stop playing. You know, suggest going out and doing something active. Get in nature. Do something outside. I know Shorty and her boyfriend go out all the time. I love being in nature. Do something outside. Pull him away from being inside and playing Xbox. Okay, let's go to the next question.
3: All right, next up, we got anonymous. I'm eighteen and i got I got my girlfriend pregnant. She told me she was on the pill. She wants mm. to keep the baby, and I'm freaking out. I really want her to have an abortion because I know we we just aren't ready, and I'm not the kind of person that can just walk away from the situation if she does have it. Shouldn't the father have a say in whether or not he wants to keep the baby? This is my life
2: too. Okay, I understand that you're saying this is li- your life, too. You're 18 years old. Again, wrap up your willy, guys. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. You can't just do this. This is so common. It's happening every, like, you know, so many girls are getting pregnant. okay. First of all, you should have had safe sex, but that's besides the point. Now you could talk to your friends about the importance of having safe sex because you went through this, okay? So that's what I do want you to do, anonymous, okay? Take this experience and use it for something good. The next thing is, is that yes, you should talk to her and have a say in it, but when it comes down to it, Her body is the one that's impregnated, not yours. You were irresponsible. Now you got to pay the price. You made your bed, you got to lay in it. You know, literally. So here's the situation. I'm glad that you said that you wouldn't walk away. So that's really good. I think you know you want to make grown up choices. You got to make grown up. You got to take grown up responsibility. So whatever it is that she wants to do, you need to love her and support her through it. And. There's so many people, you know, I mean, there's so many people that are teenage parents that step up and they do a great job. So if she does keep the baby, I really want to encourage you. I'm sure you can do a good job. And this is just one of those things about your choices and how they shape your destiny. So be an encouragement to other people around you about their choices. Okay, next. All right, next up we got
3: Bob. My wife and I do everything together, from sleep to work to house chores. We're together every minute of every day, yet yeah, we somehow haven't had sex in almost six months. Oh, she she says she doesn't feel like the sex is impo- that important to a good marriage. Oh, I hate my life. Oh, <laughs> Every day is exactly the same. Please, any advice on how I can fix it? Oh, my God.
2: Okay, Bob, yeah, like this is extremely common. First of all, I want you to know you're not alone. This is, you know, an epidemic of, you know, marriage, this is, you know, typical. Very, very typical, Bob, very normal. uh, Sex life dies off. There's some guys I know they haven't had sex for a year or two years. It's just the way it is. Or they only get it on their birthday and Christmas or whatever the case may be. So, Bob, don't feel like, you know, you're the only guy out there that's dealing with this. There's lots of guys out there that are dealing with this. Ladies, I want to talk to you for a second. You're going to get married. Um, It's not time to let go and not service your husband. That's why so many guys are out there and they are addicted to porn or they're cheating. They're fucking their secretaries. They're fucking, you know, some girl somewhere. They're cheating on you. They're online trying to connect with someone. You know, this is why marriage, you have to have a commonality and an agreement when it comes to sex. It's just like anything else. It's communication. Communicate. Bob, I want you to try to love on your wife. It sounds like she's lost her sex drive. So love on your wife and touch your wife in a non-sexual way when you're cooking and you're cleaning and you're doing all this stuff together. Just put your hand on her shoulder. Put your hand on her waist. You know, just give her a little kiss. Just be affectionate. And maybe that affection will spark something. That's the first step. Second step is if she's open, Open enough. You need to get into, you know, some kind of listen to my show together, or get 101 Nights of Great Sex. It's a book. Uh, the author has been Laura Korn. She has been here on my show as a guest. It's an excellent book for couples. And what it does is it gives you a little assignment every night to bring the to bring the fire, the passion, the curiosity back in your marriage sexually. So reach out do something if you want something to change you have to do something different Bob okay next well let's go ahead and take one last quick commercial break and we'll come back and answer more of your questions on love sex and relationships
1: Dr. Zoe today is presented by Catapult Enterprises Catapult has proudly certified over 1,000 life coaches worldwide our one-on-one life-changing certification process takes only six weeks to complete No matter what your career, getting certified as a Catapult coach will improve your people skills and, more importantly, your clarity of purpose. Work anywhere, make money, and make a difference. Visit Catapultenc.com for more information. That's K-A-T-A-P-U-L-T-E-N-C.com. Or call one 844 lib vip today. That's one 844 lib vip
2: Okay, shorty with the 40. What do we got? All
3: right, next up we got Mia. My boyfriend has a close friendship with his ex-wife. He says it's nothing more than friends, but it bothers me a lot. They don't have any kids together. Can someone really be just friends with their ex?
2: Yes, it depends on the person. Mia, I love your name, by the way. Mia is such a sexy, cute name. Meow. Anyway, um, Mia, yes, I think that people can truly be friends with their ex, but that's not the point here. The point is, baby, if you're not comfortable with it, you need to talk to him about it. So if there's something within you that just doesn't align or feel comfortable with him being friends with his ex, then you need to stand your ground and do what's right for yourself in the relationship. Relationships are all about, you know, communication and compromise not compromising your values or anything like that, but compromising when it comes to agreements, meeting halfway, meeting in the middle. So you need to have a serious talk with him, and you need to tell him the truth about how you feel about it. Again, don't do it in a bitchy, argumentative way. Do it in a sweet way because you'll get a lot more out of it if you just tell him the truth about how you feel about it. And then if it's going on and he's really close with his ex and you don't feel comfortable with it, move on, baby. Stand your ground. Next. I like it.
3: All right, next we got anonymous. I suspected my wife was cheating on me, so I installed a few webcams in the house when I went away on a business trip. When watching one night, I saw her having sex with not a man but another woman. I called, her, I called her every time one of them was was about to orgasm just to fuck with her and haven't told her I know anything. I have proof on video. Should I? What should I do with it?
2: Wow, okay, so Homie suspected his wife was cheating, <laughs> he left on a business trip, he put in cameras, and he's watching his wife have sex with another woman, but not uh, hasn't told her about it yet. Okay, well, this is really a powerful (laughs) thing, and, you know, cheating is cheating. If you're married and you're supposed to be in a monogamous, committed relationship and you've made that, taken those vows, and you have not made an agreement that it's okay for one or the other to do this or that or to play outside of the marriage, this is still straight-up cheating. It doesn't matter that it's with a woman. So I'm sure that you are anonymous you know, hurt by this. And I'm sure maybe it turns you on a little bit too. Who knows? Depends. Um, I don't, you know, as far as what you should do with it, I think that you have to get real with yourself and decide, is this a marriage that you want to save and stay in? How do you feel about this personally? Everybody's moral compass is completely different. So you need to decide what you want first before you confront her. And then you need to, seriously confront her and talk about it and then decide whether you're going to stay in a marriage or not, that would be my answer. You know, again, if you want to take it further and you need counseling, go to catapultent.com, K-A-T-A-P-U-L-T-E-N-T.com, mm-hmm. and it's completely 100% confidential. We deal with these situations all the time. Next question.
3: <laughs> all right, next up we have Erica. I have a guy texting and calling me constantly who I had sex with last weekend. He seems nice, but problem is I don't remember having sex with him or even how we met. Just getting drunk at a bar, and waking up in his apartment the next morning. Should I give him a chance or block his number and disappear?
2: <laughs> she's a hoe, you know she's a hoe. How do you know? Because I told you so. I did, I did, I did, I did. Okay, yeah, there's an old song like that. All right, Erica, yo, like, you can't be getting drunk and just fucking guys, you know? Like, come on. Are you connected to the show or what? You need to get on my Twitter, Zoe and Friends, the letter N in the middle, Zoe and Friends. You know, I talk about this stuff all the time on my Snap as well. That's Dr. Zoe today. Erica, get on there. You cannot spread like peanut butter. You can't uh-huh. do this. So, apparently, Erica, you were, like, blacked out. You don't remember being with this guy. You don't even remember how you met him. And you fucked him So you know uh, one of two things Either he's a dog and he's Desperado and he can't get a lot of pussy And you were very easy that's why He's hitting you up again you know I mean Let's be real about it so if you don't Want to like just like be you know Sloppy your own sloppy Seconds that you don't remember then I suggest You move on but I also Suggest that you get a life Erica Like come on man have a little respect for Yourself this is why there's So many dogs out there because there's Thoughts like you out there, getting drunk and just fucking anybody. Next. Body. Hey, Erica, listen, listen. I mean that all in love. I just want you to have a better life. I don't want something bad to happen to you. What happens when you get gang raped, baby, because you're so drunk? You get killed. You get murdered. What happens when you're so drunk and you catch all kinds of stuff because you're just an open vessel? You know, don't treat yourself like a cum dumpster. That's right. I said a cum dumpster. Next. I <laughs> love it. Uh, Crystal. What's Crystal say? Crystal.
3: Crystal. I was doing laundry and found a condom wrapper in one of my 14-year-old son's pockets. I have never had a serious talk with him about sex since I figured he would learn about it in school. Oh,
2: I'm a single mother, and I'm at a loss of what to do. Please help. Okay, look, I'm a single mom. You can't not talk about sex with your children. You have to. 14, mom? 14 years old and you haven't had a conversation about sex? I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? What do you want your son to learn at school that, you know, from his friends or from his peers or at school – you have to you have to especially unfortunately crystal being a single mom you got to man up too you got to be the mommy and the daddy and you got to sit down with your son and you got to have a heart to heart no matter how uncomfortable you feel no matter how silly you feel no matter what you got to have a heart to heart there's tons of books out there if you want to get them a book but more importantly you need to have a real life conversation with your son if you found a condom wrapper in his pocket he's obviously hitting something already thank God there was a condom wrapper you need to first say listen baby if you're having sex, I found a condom wrapper. I'm really proud of you for having safe sex. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, pregnancy, about sexually transmitted diseases. You know what I do? I pull up all the pictures of all the the half-eaten locusts, uh, sore-infected penises, and show it to your son. And say, listen, no pussy's good enough to end up with this. And then you show him the pictures of the sexually transmitted diseases. Do whatever it takes. Do whatever you feel comfortable with. But do something. <laughs> Get proactive right now. You know what, Shorty? I'm like, I'm like beside myself. What do you think about this?
3: I definitely would be Googling the worst thing that could possibly happen to him and show him. Luckily, your son was smart enough to use a condom, you know, so something was done right in him. So I would say you did miss your boat a little bit, but now that you know he is sexually active, do exactly what Dr. Zoe said show him the worst thing that could happen to
2: his penis and be like, this will be yours.
3: If you yeah, don't and not
2: him, only that, but we him. you have to tell him about how he can destroy his future by getting someone pregnant. It can totally and completely destroy his future. And no matter what he does for a living, whether he wants to be with the girl or not, he's going to be paying for that baby for 18 years, 18 years. Okay, <laughs> next. next. All right,
3: next up we got Trent. I found out my girlfriend has an Instagram account I don't know about. She posts really slutty pictures and has a bunch of guys commenting sexual stuff on them. I'm extremely upset and confused. What should
2: I do? Okay, well, first of all, Trent, if this is your girlfriend, and she is, you know, I don't know how long you've been together, it doesn't say, and she's your girlfriend, and she's got an Instagram account you didn't know about, I mean, imagine what else you don't know about, for real. Like, seriously, like, let's get real here Trent, you're being played, don't play yourself Listen, I'm getting aggravated I love you guys, but I need you guys To make wiser decisions Keep tuning in to Dr. Zoe today For your connection for pop sexuality And Shorty, thank you so much For being with me today Shorty, I want you to go ahead and give out your Instagram and your Twitter And your Snapchat and all that stuff Go ahead, what's your Instagram and your Twitter?
3: All right, my Instagram is Shorty with the 40 and it's S-H-O-R-T-Y-W-I-T-D-A, and then the numerical 40. Okay, awesome. And then awesome. my Twitter is the exact same, and my Snapchat is just a little bit different. It's shorty with the 40, spelled the same way, but shorty with the, and then underscore the 40.
2: Okay guys, so listen, here we are, we had a lot more questions, I'm sorry we didn't get to them, we will get to them eventually, keep sending your questions in on Love, Sex, and Relationships, you can just put it in the app, you can put it on the website, or you can hashtag on Twitter, Ask Dr. Zoe, my Instagram and my Twitter is Zoe and Friends, the letter N in between, Zoe and Friends, Z-O-E and Friends, that's Instagram and Twitter, and then on Snapchat, it's Dr. Zoe today, I love you guys, Turn in, tune in next time for your connection to pop sexuality.